Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, I thought I'd jump on real quick this morning and uh, kind of provide you with a little bit of a week in review. Uh, today is August 12th, so if you're kind of going back, um, keep in mind this is more of a time-sensitive sort of podcast. But hey, just to remind you, I am Marvin Thompson, a certified financial planner, owner, and CEO of Great River Investments in the beautiful city of Burlington, Iowa. Uh, welcome to the Marvin Knows Finances Show. Uh, thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen in. And for all your listeners on Google and Spotify, don't forget to click the subscribe button. And if you prefer to see my smiling face, check out my YouTube page, uh, Marvin Knows Finances, and click subscribe there as well. So I have found um, through the years that we hear a ton of news stories about the economy, but we don't always know exactly what it says or means, uh, what are the results and so forth. So periodically, I'm going to try to post a short weekly podcast in addition to my normal ones. But I'll just try to simply um, explain to you what you hear and what the results of the news was. So this week, um, once again, we're talking about the week ending on August 12th. Uh, we had some good news on the economic front. On Wednesday, uh, the CPI report, which is basically inflation numbers, came out. And for the first time in a few months, uh, we actually saw a slight decrease in the numbers. So the headline CPI for July rose 8.5%. Now, 8.5% inflation is still pretty high, but the market was expecting an increase of 8.7%. So this was actually good news because it came in lower than expected. So on Wednesday, the news caused the Dow to jump by 1.63%. Uh, the S&P 500 jumped by 2.13%, and the NASDAQ rose an impressive 2.89%. Um, even though the inflation numbers were lower than expected, the Federal Reserve will now take this information and weigh the report along with other economic data to determine how much to raise their interest rates again uh, during their September meeting. Um, I don't have a clear picture yet as to what the consensus is in terms of the next interest rate increase, but just to clarify, uh, CPI is basically a measurement of the average change of prices paid by consumers for a market of consumer goods and services over a period of time. Pretty cool technical definition. Basically, it just kind of gives us an idea of how much prices are going to go up or go down. That's the bottom line. So, um, Wednesday was great. On Thursday, investors received some more good news. Uh, when the July producer price index, which is called PPI, was reported, it showed a decrease of 0.5% compared to an estimated gain of 0.2%. Now, the PPI is a monthly measurement of change in the prices received by domestic producers. So we saw a decrease in PPI, meaning the prices of goods have gone down. Now, just so you know, initially the market saw an increase in the early parts of the day, but were unable to hold most of their gains as their market as the market basically closed mixed on Thursday. Um, the Dow closed up 27 points, the S&P uh, 500 closed down two points, and the Nasdaq saw the biggest decline, losing about 74 points. Um, Friday. Now I'm recording this podcast um, a little bit early in the day, so I don't have final closing numbers for the morning. Um, but so far the market is up. On Friday, the big thing is the Inflation Reduction Act, which we've actually talked about um, before, and I think uh, some emails I sent out to my clients. Um, this is gonna be sent to the House of Representatives for their approval before being sent to the president for signature. Now, honestly, um, this is just a formality because once the Senate uh, Democrats jumped on board and they, they approved it on the Senate side, uh, this is pretty much a done deal. Republicans really don't have any way to stop it. So, so we're gonna prepare now for the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, I kind of find it ironic that the, the, the bill is named the Inflation Reduction Act because it's actually more government spending. And as I've said before, um, 
government spending, adding more money to the economy is inflationary in, in nature. So they claim it's going to reduce inflation. I'm not totally sure on that. Uh, but basically what we'll do is we'll see uh, down the road uh, what's going to happen and what the ultimate result is, which is which most things in my world are about. So um, as we look towards next week, uh, we will be receiving another round of economic data that can, could continue to give us some guidance on the direction of the market. Um, on Tuesday, we receive housing starts. Um, as you know, inflation puts pressure on the housing market, so this could be a big thing. Um, retail sales numbers come out on Wednesday. Uh, what are the consumers spending in the stores? Um, as we get back to school, we may not see those numbers uh, reported necessarily on Wednesday, but maybe next month we'll see somewhat of a tick uptick in that. And then on Thursday, uh, we receive initial and continuing jobless claims. Unemployment, of course, is a big deal when it comes to inflationary pressures. So we'll be putting out another podcast to kind of give you the numbers when those actually come out and, um, you know, give you some more, more information, basically. So as I wrap up this podcast, I need to read off some disclosures to make my compliance department happy and uh, just to keep me in line with the rules. So here we go. Uh, Marvin Thompson is an investment advisor representative and a registered representative with Brokers Financial Member SIPC. Opinions expressed in this program, <coughs> excuse me, do not necessarily reflect those of Brokers Financial. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Uh, Great River Investments LLC does not offer legal or tax advice. And of course, listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstances. Now, the material represents an assessment of the market and economic environment at a specific point in time, and it is not intended to be a forecast for future events or a guarantee of future results. Uh, Forward-looking statements that I may make are subject to certain risks and uncertainties. Actual results, performance, or achievements may differ materially from those expressed or implied. Information is based on data gathered from what we believe are reliable sources. It is not guaranteed as to be accurate, does not purport, purport <laughs> to be complete, and it is not intended to be used as a primary basis for investment decisions. It should also not be construed as advice meeting the particular investment needs of any investor. And remember, past performance does not guarantee future results. Uh, the indices are unmanaged and investors cannot directly in invest directly in an index. Unless otherwise noted, performance of indices does not account for any fees, commissions, or other expenses that could be incurred. Returns do not include reinvested dividends. The standard employers, the S&P 500, is an unmanaged group of securities considered to be representative of the stock market in general. It is a market value weighted index with each stock's weight in the index proportionate to its market value. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted average of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks, primarily industrials, but includes financials and other service-oriented companies. The components, which change from time to time, represent between 15 and 20% of the market value of the New York Stock Exchange. The NASDAQ Composite Index is a market-capitalized weighted index of more than 3,000 common equities listed on the, on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. The types of securities in this index include American Depository Receipts, Common Stocks, Real Estate Investment Trust, and Tracking Stocks. The indexes includes all the NASDAQ listed stocks that are not derivatives, preferred shares, fund, exchange-traded funds, or debentures. Finally, the producer price index is a family of indexes that measures the average change in selling prices received by domestic producers of goods and services over time. PPI measures price change from the perspective of the seller. 
The Consumer Price Index is simply a measure of inflation compiled by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Studies. So thank you very much for listening to this very short podcast. Uh, Once again, I'm going to try to uh, put these out a little bit more frequently uh, when major events happen in the market, uh, just to kind of keep you up to date a little bit as to what the actual results were. Does it make sense? Why did the market move a certain way and so forth? Um, I would like to hear from you. So please reach out to me by calling me at 319-576-2264 or visiting my website at www.greatriverinvestments.com. Go to the Contact Us section of the website and I will be in touch with you as soon as possible. Once again, excuse me, I hope you all have a fantastic Friday and a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.